Blog Talk Radio. Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, February 26, 2018, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Well, happy Monday, ladies. I trust that you have all had just a very joyful weekend and, of course, that you took that time that you needed to do some joy pampering for yourself. Now, as always, I'm going to ask you on Sunday, did you take the time to also review your calendar and ensure that all activities, tasks, was scheduled and are supporting your goals for the week. Now, if you didn't, do so immediately following this show. Hold a priority and make sure that you take action on all things. Well, here we are on the last Monday of the month, right? Now, isn't it amazing at how each day, each week, each month just passes through rapidly, right? It's witnessing how time moves on regardless of whether you are prepared or ready or not. Time is going to keep moving on. And this is why it is so important for you to realize that time in and of itself is the greatest commodity in the world. It's something that um, is so absolutely powerful if we know how to actually utilize the time that we have all been allotted. You see, each day we wake up, we have been given the gift of time, the gift of uh, another set of hours that we can take advantage of for so many things. Now, our theme this month has been a passion for follow-up February. Of course, uh, you know, it's all about loving ourselves, loving our business, and having a passion for all things that we do. But in business, we want to especially have a passion for follow-up. That is so very, very important. And an important part of the daily business routine, you know, many women still find it a challenge to handle a lot of business tasks um, and follow-up. However, not having a follow-up process in place, which is part of the reason why many women feel uncomfortable with this process, not having it in place can cause you to miss out on a lot of leads, as well as many other opportunities within your business. So this last uh, few Mondays during the month of February, we have been covering some really good topics on, um, you know, a passion for follow-up. And so if you have not been able to listen to all of the shows this month, I encourage you to visit womenaboutbiz.net. Again, Visit womenaboutbiz.net and make sure that you check out um, in the podcast section, and you can locate podcasts in the top menu bar. Click on podcast and check out our previous broadcast for the month of February. Uh, I'm getting a lot of wonderful feedback from you all. Uh, a lot of you are saying that uh, you see a lot of things that you need to make some changes on regarding your follow-up, and I'm so excited. I'm very excited that you are seeing the need to address this issue in your business. We've got a great lineup for you today, of course. Uh, I am going to be giving you those five questions to generate cash in 2018. Uh, we have our book club book of the month, uh, Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits by Joyce Meyer. 
Uh, we also have the follow-up mindset. Uh, and, of course, we're going to come right back around and share information with you about our webinar coming up on this Wednesday, Implementing Your Follow-Up System. So I'm so very, very excited uh, that you are all here with us. I see that the board is packing out and that we have a lot of business women that are joining us on the show today. And I've had a great month so far. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to actually um, work with one of my clients and uh, be at a conference, uh, and that conference was entitled Pro Leader Boot Camp and present like a pro. And, you know, it was all about how to present to individuals, to groups, so that you could learn how to close the sale better. And um, it made me think a lot about the power of follow-up and how those two things work hand in hand. Because when you are following up with individuals, you really have to know how to present what you need to say, and all of that needs to be prepared ahead of time. So I'm very, very excited to share some things about our hot topic today, uh, the follow-up mindset, very, very important. So make sure that you get your pen and your notepad out and get prepared to take <clears throat> some really, really good notes. Um, very, very excited about that. Okay, so for those of you that are new to the show, I just want to quickly share with you who we are and what we are all about. Successful Woman Radio is all about, all about providing women in business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income that you desire. We come on every single Monday, including all holidays, right, uh, at 12 noon Eastern. So make sure you mark your calendar for, again, every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern time and be empowered with information that you can put to use right away in your business. So many negative environments out there uh, that we could walk through. There are so many uh, negativity uh, phrases and words that we hear every day, believe it or not. And so it's just really good when you can come into a positive environment and know that you are being fed information that can enhance your business, that can uh, help you change your lifestyle and, and help you move towards that goal of generating a six-figure or higher income for yourself. Uh, very, very exciting information that we share every single Monday, and we structure it so that you can take notes. So we're a cross between uh, a radio show, we're a cross between a radio show, a teleclass, and uh, an interview type uh, show. So really get ready uh, to, to hear a really, really good show today. I'm getting a chat that a lot of our people are having uh, a hard time um, getting on the show today, and I am just not sure what is going on. So hopefully uh, I see some people on the show board and some people I don't see on the show board um, so hopefully you guys will be able to get on the show. I do know that we seem to be packing the board out. Um, so if you have friends that are saying they can't get on the show, ask them to go directly to the um, website where they can listen live, and that is blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio. Again, blogtalkradio.com slash Successful Woman Radio spelled all the way out, and then they'll be able to um, get on the show. Again, I am not sure why um, individuals are not able to get on the show, but hopefully, we will. Those individuals will be listening from the board, uh, from the main board online. Again, we are growing by leaps and bounds, and these are the kinds of hiccups that we have uh, as the show begins to grow um, and as we begin to share the good news of the show with other business women. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive right in 
and um, I will give you the five questions to generate cash. Again, the five questions to generate cash. Okay, number one, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Again, what must I do to achieve my sales goals this week or month? Well, you know, of course, this is a very important question that you have to ask yourself because you alone are responsible for achieving your goals, right? And so what you really want to make sure that you are doing is making sure that you already have did a review of your sales goals and that you know what your sales goals are, you know, because you can't achieve anything if you have not set the goals, right? So very, very important. And keep in mind that it's really best that you look at your overall goals first. You know, what are your six-month or one-month goals for your business, right, your sales goals? And then break those goals down into months. So very, very important. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to question number two. Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Again, Am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Okay. Um, this one, and I'm, I'm seeing people continuously, they can't get on. So, again, if you have um, people that you have shared the show with, make sure that you tell them the board is is uh, it probably has reached maximum capacity and have them to go directly online to blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio. And I'm going to just quickly, you're going to hear a few seconds of silence as I quickly type that out on the chat for everyone to see. So again, there, there's either technical difficulty going on or there is, uh, max out on the board, that means that many of the people that you share the show with will need to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio. Uh, many thank yous to all of you who for your patience, okay? Uh, very, very important that you all share that link and um, try to listen to the show directly from the board. Okay, so we're going to go ahead on again. I want to go back up to question number two and the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Again, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Uh, let me read that again because this question is something that you can't just read and then just move on to the next. This question is going to require you to delve deep. Again, am I consistent in implementing my marketing system to attract new leads? Now, listen, this is very important. A lot of businesswomen um, who have been in business three to five years have shared with me that they never really have had a formal marketing system in place, that they really have never written down their marketing system. And I'll be the first to tell you, at some point I didn't have one either, but I realized the necessity for being consistent in marketing. And I can tell you, when I am consistent in marketing, I see things happen. And so you must get consistent in implementing a marketing system. So if you have not developed ways to attract leads, ways to attract people to what you have to offer, this is the first thing that you must do, right? And then after you figure that part out, you then have to go um, and create a system that, it, that it's going to fit in that you can implement and be consistent with day in, day out. So very, very important. Here's question number three in the five questions to generate cash in 2018. Have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services or products? Again, have I identified a minimum of three new people to talk with daily about the benefits of using my services or 
products. This question has to do with you connecting with new people every single day. So very, very important, right? And one of the things that I want to just share with you um, that has to happen is that you have to be able to identify ahead of time um, who those people are going to be. So really you need to work one or two weeks ahead of yourself when you are um, getting ready to call people every day. Now, as many of you know that when Women About Biz got started, this is how I rapidly increased the numbers at Women About Biz, um, and it spread like wildfire because I talked with five new people every single day, day in and day out, and I did it for years, and I still do it to this day. So you can imagine if Women About Biz is 18 years old, and I'm talking to people all the time, people that I don't even know, and I'm sharing information about women about this, you can just imagine how many new in and how many people are on my list. So, for example, if you talk to at least three people every day, five days a week, that's going to be over 700 people at the end of the year, 700 new people that you get to add to your contact list. And not all of them um, necessarily are going to um, – you know, say I want to connect with you, but I bet you that you have a high 80 to 90 percentile um, rate. So that is one of the best ways, especially for solo entrepreneurs, one of the best ways for you to quickly um, grow a list of individuals who, you know, can become prospects, who can become uh, referred to uh, people is to call three people every single day that you don't know. Now, here's the question that I get time and time again. Trina, you know, how am I going to know who I need to call every single day like that? Three people? Come on, that, that, that can be a lot of people at the end of the week. That's 15 people. How am I going to meet all those people? Okay, so here's the thing that you've got to start thinking about. You've got to put your businesswoman's cap on, okay? So the first thing, let's take it to social media. You, if you have a Facebook account or you have a LinkedIn account or you have an Instagram account, and if it is your desire to use your accounts for business, then a lot of the new people that you are connecting with should be individuals who um, would make good business connections or good contacts, right? And even if these are people who are friending you, they're asking you to be their friend, for example, on Facebook, there's a reason why they are asking you to be your friend. Either they want to share something with you or either they want something that you have. So, you need to be comfortable enough to go ahead and request a connection call with them. Now, a lot of you who are longtime listeners have heard me talk about the connection call. The connection call is when you get the opportunity to share what you do and they share with you what they do. And maybe it's 10 to 15 minute call. And it all starts with you sending them a private message just saying who you are and that you'd like to get to know them more or you'd like to learn how the both of you can connect, share each other's businesses, and then determine how you might be able to support one another. That's what a connection call is, okay? And um, in my experience, again, I have a high 80 to 90 percentile um, positive response from business women wanting to connect with me. And I think in most cases, my clients who have used this technique have had uh, the same type of response. So you're not going to know until you actually try it. However, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about the fact that if you call three new people every day, let's say you blocked an hour out of your calendar every day for marketing, and you called three new people every day, then over the course of a year, that's going to be about 700 people, 700 plus people, it just depends. Let's say you, you start doing it and you've done it for two years or three years. That's over 2,000 people without even advertising that you now have on your contact list that you should be following up with and constantly connecting with through an e-newsletter or some other type of communications, um, and it's just going to grow from there. Now, can you imagine all 2,000 of those people sharing 
with at least three to five people about you and who, what you do. Can you imagine how many people that would quickly, that would mean that, let's see, two, they, they share it with three contests. That would be about 6,000 people added to your, your database. So you can easily see that when you take the responsibility of follow-up and when you connect with people and when you increase your contact list, you're going to easily be able to see just how uh, much of an advantage it is for you to grow a huge list of followers very, very quickly. And it's very important. Again, we've had a lot of people who say they couldn't get on the board today, and I want to encourage you that if you've shared um, the Blog Talk Radio phone number um, with a lot of people today, it could be because the board is packed out. I see the board completely full, and what that means is that we've got about 200-plus uh, listeners on the board, and then um, you will need to tell them to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio spelled all the way out. We apologize. We are growing, um, and I'm so excited that so many business women want to listen to Successful Woman Radio. Uh, it, it also could be a technical difficulty because we have some people on the board and some people are listening from the online Block Talk Radio platform. So, again, I want to thank all of you for listening to the show today, and we've got just so much wonderful information to share with you. We're going to move on and go to question number four in five questions to generate cash in 2018. Question number four says, what are the business goals that I need to accomplish this week? Remember, you have to focus on what your goals need to be. Um, there could be a lot of activities that are going on in your life. You can be working a full-time job and running your business on the, on the side, which means that you've got to uh, double the activity. And so sometimes knowing what you should be doing in your business and what you should be accomplishing can get a little bit cloudy, it can get a little bit muddy, right? And so the way that you keep yourself clear and focused is that you know what your goals are. And I'm not just talking about goals for the week. You see, again, I want to go back to the foundation of setting goals as a businesswoman. You really should know what your goals are for a minimum of six months out, right? Um, and we recommend that every year you plan annually so that then you can break your goals down by quarter, by month, by week, by day, and so that you know what you're doing. But you need to understand and know what your business goals are going to be in order for you to accomplish them. This is how you then determine what tasks need to be accomplished in order for me to complete and achieve my goals. Now, this is why every Sunday I recommend that you schedule at least 30 to 45 minutes of time to you know, consider what goals you want to accomplish by Friday of each week and then make sure that you have the task, right? Make sure that you have the task scheduled in your planner um, that are going to support those goals. And this is a weak spot for a lot of business women. Um, a lot of women feel really accomplished because they have a packed out calendar, but that doesn't really mean anything if you get to Friday and you haven't created or you haven't accomplished any of your goals, right? Um, there's nothing like getting to the end of the week and realizing that you haven't closed the sale or you haven't um, networked and added people to your database or you haven't did anything to move forward with uh, growing your business. So it's important for you each Sunday to have that planning time as the CEO of your business. And last but not least, in question number five, in the five questions to generate cash in 2018, what must I change about my leadership to move my business forward? Now, this question, of all the questions, I would have to say question is most important to me, and it should be most important to you because without leadership, none of the other questions mean anything, right? You have to understand that as the CEO of your company, 
What's going to help take your business to the next level? Really doesn't have to do with how much money you have, how much money you don't have. Doesn't really have anything to do with, oh darn, you know, my marketing plan isn't working. It has to do with your leadership. You see, when you are the leader of your business, not only are you clear on what your role is, and not only are you clear about the responsibilities that are required of you, but you're also clear about what you need to delegate, what needs to happen, the people that you need to add on your power team. You are clear on all of those areas and more. And so this is why I recommend that if you have not already, you need to develop a position description for yourself as the leader of your company. And here's why. It's because so many women work from a labor mindset. And you all know when you work from a labor mindset, it's a false feeling of accomplishment because you're doing something, right? Now, don't get me wrong. The labor role is important. It's just that when you are the business owner, you can't just stay in the labor role. I want to give you an example right quick. Okay, so let's say you own a gift basket business. And um, someone who owns a gift basket business, you know, they design the gift baskets. They choose and select all of the quality items that are going to go in the gift basket. And that's the fun part, right? And so they may be busy in the studio uh, putting together gift baskets, and that's what they're doing. They're putting together those gift baskets. So let's say uh, this gift basket owner has been marketing their gift basket company. Uh, They put out advertisements. They've been connecting with people via phone, but then they stop to get in that labor mode because now they've stirred up great contacts, follow-ups, inquiries. They've got business coming in. So now they, they have stopped. Um, on the marketing side, and now they move to the labor side in putting the gift basket together. And they have gotten caught up in all of the gifts designing and assembling. Guess what happens? Now that this businesswoman has moved herself from the marketing side, which is the management part, she has now put herself in the labor role and no marketing or anything else is going on because her mind is completely focused on the labor side. And she does this for quite some time until she realizes, okay, I've made all the gift baskets. I've shipped all of the gift baskets out. Now, I have to start the marketing process all over again because I didn't implement a marketing system. I don't have any automation to keep it going. And so this is where the problem comes in at is because she wasn't in her CEO role. She jumped over into the labor role without securing herself as the leader and the CEO. So keep in mind, there are three important roles that have to be played in every business consistently, and that is the labor role, the manager role, and the entrepreneur visionary role. And which one is most important? You better believe it's the entrepreneur visionary role. It's the leader. That person is responsible for setting the vision of her company and making sure that all other roles in the company are being played out properly. And when you're a solo entrepreneur, when it's you, you, and you, Sometimes you are going to have to play all three of those roles. So what happens is, is you must then determine how many hours you can commit to giving your business weekly. And of those hours, you will have to break down how many hours get contributed to the labor role, how many hours get contributed to the manager role, and how many hours get contributed to the entrepreneur visionary role. But I can guarantee you this. When you are not playing the leadership role, that entrepreneur visionary role, what's going to happen is you're going to see a decline happening in your company very fast because you've abandoned the leadership role. And a company without a leader is not a company at all, okay? So keep that in mind. There you have it. These five questions, and I read these five questions every single Monday, and I will throughout the year to remind you that you have the power to create your streams of abundance, and it all begins with you taking swift and immediate action, right? 
very, very important. For those of you that have just tuned in, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show with me, Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. Well, I want to share with you something that's happening this Wednesday, and I know a lot of you have already registered for it. Um, On this Wednesday, um, we are hosting Implementing Your follow-up system. Again, implementing your follow-up system, and that is going to be on February the 28th at 12 noon, okay? So it's about 12 noon to 1.30 p.m. It will be a recorded webinar, um, and then if you are a gold member, you will be given access to uh, watch the recording, and then after that, we'll open up the recording in about two weeks to the general public. So for all of you who are interested in taking this very important and free teleclass, make sure that you visit womenaboutbiz.net, okay, and up in the top menu bar, click on events, and then register. Um, In this webinar, Implementing Your Follow-Up System, you're going to learn five steps to business follow-up, how to use essential follow-up tools, follow-up triggers that prevent procrastination, and delegating your follow-up process. Now, what's going to be different with this um, teleclass, this webinar, is that I am going to actually take an example business and go from the beginning of when this businesswoman creates her follow-up system and then show you how she actually implements her follow-up process. And then we'll see how the process works. And so I think that you all have a lot of aha moments when you take this webinar. So, again, that is implementing your follow-up system online webinar on um, Wednesday, February 28th from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. So make sure you take advantage um, and get yourself registered and share this information with other businesswomen. I'm so very excited that all of you are here. We've got a packed out board. Some people have been unable to get in via dialing in. So make sure that you share the main um, website platform so that they can listen from online. And that is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio. And you can listen from the comfort of your desktop or your smart device. I also want to remind you, if you'd like to listen to previous uh, broadcasts, if you have an iPhone, you can go to iTunes and you can um, search for Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, Successful Woman Radio, search for that. And then um, it will bring the show up and then you can mark that as your favorite and you will be given a reminder by iTunes whenever the new show uploads, which is usually a couple of hours after we did the live broadcast. If you have an Android phone, then please make sure you visit the app Stitcher, S-T as in Tom, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher.com, and then download the Stitcher app, search for Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and then, of course, once you find it, mark it as your favorite, and there you will have it available to you whenever you need it, right there on your smartphone. I want to go ahead right now, and I want to uh, read to you from our book club, Book of the Month, um, you know, Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits by Joyce Meyer. Now, I am a fan of Joyce Meyer because uh, she's just a tell-it-like-it-is woman. She really cuts, to, cuts the, to the chase, and she really shares with you ways to change your lifestyle um, from a Christian perspective. Um, this particular book, as I mentioned before, is written in tone, and so again, it is full of wisdom, and I chose this book for the quarter simply because it is just too good to pass up. There's just so many different things that you need to know about changing your habits and how you can change your lifestyle and move your life forward, and so we are here in Chapter 5 of the book, Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits. If you haven't gotten your copy, make sure that you order your copy. You can do so quickly by visiting Amazon or Borders Online, and you'll have the copy before um, next Monday. We will be reading an excerpt from the book 
Um, and I, I tell you, I'm learning so much. Now, I am in the section on Chapter 5 uh, where she talks about one good habit leads to another. So listen to this. The author says, I believe that forming the habit of thinking and speaking good things will definitely lead to many other good habits. The power of life and death are in the tongue, and they who indulge in it must eat the fruit of it for death or life, Proverbs 18.21. If we develop the habit of speaking life at all times, we will have life and have it more abundantly. Did you guys hear that? Let me repeat what she says. If we develop the habit of speaking life at all times, we will have life and have it more abundantly. However, if we speak death, meaning negative things, that will be our experience. The writer of Proverbs stated that we will be filled with the fruit of our mouth and that we must be satisfied with the consequences of the words we choose to speak, whether good or bad, Proverbs 18 and 20. I have been studying, she says, teaching and writing on these scriptures for more than 30 years, and they still amaze me. Do we realize the power that God has given us in the choice of our words? I don't think we do, for if we did, surely we would make better choices. This means that this must be a matter of constant prayer, for no man can tame the tongue without God's help, James 3.8. Hundreds of scripture verses are about the tongue and the mouth and words. I have most of them underlined in my Bible, and quite often I go through and simply remind myself of the power of my words. I also pray about this area, asking God to let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, my thoughts, be acceptable to him. Our words help us or harm us in any area of life. Words are spiritual but they cannot be seen, and they can reach into the spiritual realm and begin to create our future. According to Genesis, God created everything that we see with words. We are created in his image and told to follow his example in all things. So why would our words not work the same way? She says, try it. She explains that in 1977, God began showing me the power of my words. I had never heard any teaching like I'm presenting to you in this book, but God convinced me that I was a very negative person who needed major change. He showed me that my words were negative and that my life could not change until my words did. I made a list of things that I wanted to see happen in my life and found scriptures to back each of them up. Then for six months, Two times a day, I spoke those things out loud. When I started the project, not one of the things I was confessing was a reality in my life, but today they all are. I might add that I still confess those things and other portions of God's precious promises on a regular basis. I suggest you try it. I believe if you consistently think and speak positive, good, life-filled things, you will see changes in your life. And your life that will, and the life that you will like. I recently, I was recently speaking to a woman, she says, at an appointment, and I said something about speaking positively. She, she quickly said, I don't believe in all that positive affirmation junk. I believe in reality. I felt sad for her because she obviously did not know God's word and was not aware that she could change her reality by believing thinking, and speaking in agreement with God. I am so glad that we don't have to settle for reality. Today, reality television shows are very popular, and they are increasing all the time. I would rather have some life-changing power instead of more reality. I want hope and the faith that with God, all things are possible. Now, I want to go back to something that she said. I was reading, she said, I felt sad for her because she obviously did not know God's word and was not aware that she could change her reality by, and these are the three things I want you to keep your mind on. She could change her reality by believing, thinking, and speaking in agreement with God. 
Isn't that awesome? The other thing I want to point out to you as I have read this excerpt is that she mentioned that God created the world. The world. He created the universe. He created everything with words, okay? So that should be a lesson to us at, that a lot of our power lies in words. Very, very important. She goes on to say, make the habit of thinking and speaking according to what you want to see happen in your life part of every other habit. She says, make it a part of it, right? For example, if you are indecisive, don't keep saying, I have heard, uh, I have a hard time making decisions. Start saying, I have God's wisdom, 1 Corinthians 1.30, and the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2.16, and I am a decisive person. Or if you tend to overeat and need to improve your health and perhaps lose some weight, don't say, uh, don't say over and over, I just can't control my appetite. When I start eating, I can't quit until I'm stuck. I have to have sugar every day. Don't say those things. If you keep saying what you have, you will always have it. But if you change what you believe by meditating on God's word and speaking into agreement with it, then you can have what God says you can have. His word says that he has given us a spirit of discipline and self-control, 2 Timothy 1.7, and we should say the same thing. I am sure that you understand what I'm saying, and I pray that you are convinced that you need to start doing it. As I said, try it. Your experience will convince you even if I can't. She goes on to say you will feel better and have more energy if you speak things that minister life to you, and all the people around you will enjoy you much more. Please remember that you can't just decide to do this and be successful. No man can tame the tongue. You are going to need a lot of help from God today and every day, and so do I. The mouth is like a wild beast that is unruly and undisciplined, James 3, 7 through 8, but God can change all that if we will make a commitment and stick with it, we can see success. Now, I just read uh, from the book Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits by Joyce Meyer. And what powerful words um, I just read as she talks about one good habit leads to another. You see, this, our whole year, at Women About Biz, the word that we have chosen has been change. You know, we have to change our ways, change our habits, change our thinking, thinking, change everything in order for us to bring about a new lifestyle, a new way of living, a new kind of success. Now, you ladies know that I told you in January on the show at the very, very beginning, this is a time for us to stop saying, you know, just that I'm going to be successful because that doesn't really mean anything. We must start to put action to everything that we say that we want to do, right? Or else it is never, ever going to happen. So we've got to stop just talking about what we want. We've got to stop allowing that talk to excite us to a level of uh, excitement that we are daydreaming about it, but really not taking the action to actually see the success happening, okay? So this is, a, this is an important thing because this is the year that you need to generate your six-figure income and above. This is the year that you need to make it happen. And the only way you're going to make it happen, guess what, is if you change your habits, change your ways, and embrace new habits, new ways that are going to create a leader that can take her business to the next level. So I just read again for making good habits, breaking bad habits. Make sure you pick up your copy and get empowered through the words of others. Okay, it's time for us to go ahead and cover the last topic for our theme this month, a power, um, a power, a power of follow-up, a passion for follow-up. I'm very, very excited for, for this topic because it has meant so much to me to share with you why I have so much success. And I want to encourage you to not just listen to the shows, but I want you to take notes and to actually start looking at how you can implement what you are learning on Successful Woman Radio, okay? 
So I want to start with just saying this. You know, follow-up is one of those things that it can be a little bit tiring, and it can also, for those of you who are introverts, you know, you may have a little bit of fear about moving forward and following up, but what I can promise you is that when you become a master of follow-up, you become the master of your business, okay? I can promise you. So today, as I discuss with you the follow-up mindset, I want to provide you with five follow-up beliefs because in order for you to create a mindset of follow-up, it's about your belief system, right? It's about what you believe you can make happen for yourself. So I'm going to be sharing these follow-up beliefs with you. And then, of course, no one can just start believing in anything at any time without action, without implementation, without making a commitment to try it, right? And so what I can share with you is that I know that these these um, beliefs work because they give you incredible positive and favorable results, okay? And they have for myself and they have for other clients. So let me just go ahead now with number one, the first belief, okay, in the follow-up mindset. First of all, a businesswoman accepts responsibility for all opportunities, sales, and business growth. Okay, now whether she's talking with a prospect, a group, or connecting with someone at a networking event, a successful businesswoman always accepts the responsibility of follow-up. And, and she accepts it because she knows the power in follow-up. She knows her ability to close the sales. She knows her ability to connect with people. She knows how important that is. So she has created a follow-up system in which everyone will flow through. So accepting that responsibility it's very, very important because a lot of the time uh, I have talked to businesswomen and when I ask, well, why do you think your business is not working or why do you think uh, your, that your previous business failed? And what I hear a lot of the times is a blame on money. I do. I hear I didn't, well, I didn't have enough money to run the business. Um, the, uh, there was just not enough money, or I didn't have a business plan written down. I didn't have this or that. But what I never hear her do is accept the responsibility of saying, well, you know what? I wasn't the right type of leader for this business. I needed to have been a better leader to follow up on things that fell through the cracks. And so, therefore, the business did not make it. But I am here to tell you, when you accept responsibility for all your business opportunities, for all the sales, for all of your business growth, it is so beautiful when your business is successful because you will be able to experience success at a, at a, a level, a height that, you, that will take you to a whole other world of understanding of just how much power God has bestowed upon you. Okay, so this acceptance, this responsibility means that as a businesswoman, you're going to be walking in action. You are going to be taking control and realizing that business was never meant for you to do it all by yourself, but that you must depend on other talents, other people who have gone before you, who have been successful, and who can show you ways to create a successful company. Not only that... Also, you must be able to delegate, right? You must be able to delegate. You must be able to, um, you must be able to know when your business needs help. You must be able to know what your sales goals are so that when you're not achieving your sales goals as a leader, you're able to follow up and follow through on, on tweaking your sales goals and on figuring out how you can generate more leads so that you can close more sales. So this accepting responsibility is a huge thing, and that is why it is number one. Here's number two. A businesswoman believes that she has the power to achieve all goals, small and large. So I should say a successful businesswoman, okay? Now, 
a successful businesswoman is a master at goal setting, and she believes that she has that power to achieve all goals, regardless of the obstacles. And this is the point that I want to. Uh, this is what I want to point out to you. A successful businesswoman who believes in achieving goals, she doesn't care if there are obstacles in the road. You know why? Because she can see the obstacles in the road, and what she will do is instead of stopping and looking at the obstacle and staring at it and staring at it, you know what she'll do? She'll walk around it. She'll say, you know what? I'm not going to let this obstacle stop me from what I need to do for my business. And for a lot of businesswomen, money tends to be a huge obstacle, right? I'm here to tell you now, don't allow money to get in your way of being successful because all money is, right, is the result of the right knowledge plus the right action. That's all money is. So money is an exchange for something. And so you make money, and it does not make you. And there's too many women out there who are allowing money to control them and the money and not having enough money is controlling them so much so to the point until they can't be good leaders because they have given up their power to money. And isn't that sad because money is an intangible object that has neither life nor any real power. So, again, you must believe that you have the power to achieve all goals, small or large, despite the obstacles that might lie in your way. When you know how to use your power team, when you know how to tap into the talent and potentials of others, you can come up with solutions even if you don't have the money. So you've got to stop putting excuses in your way and develop that belief mindset that you have the power to accomplish anything that you can imagine. Here's number three and five follow-up beliefs that successful women have in common. Number three is that a successful businesswoman believes that she has the power of follow-up in all instances, okay? In all instances. Now, what does that mean? Well, it doesn't really matter if someone initiated a conversation with you or you initiated a conversation with them. It doesn't matter whether, you know, someone offered you an opportunity or vice versa. It doesn't matter how the process began. At the end of the day, a successful businesswoman says, follow-up is mine, and I'm going to follow up with, with power, with zest, with zeal, with consistency, with this person until a positive result has been given to me. That is what follow-up means. So very, very important. And so in all instances, a successful businesswoman accepts the responsibility that she has the power of follow-up in all cases, regardless of whether someone else initiated it or not. Okay? Here's number four. A successful businesswoman believes that the word no never, ever means no. It simply means no, not right now. Okay? So often I see so many businesswomen giving up on a contact or a lead because they said no, right? And I'm here to tell you from firsthand experience, no never means no. So, for example, when I'm talking to someone and I say, hey, I would love for you to join Women About Biz, become a member, join our family of business women, and they say, well, you know, I belong to a lot of groups right now um, and maybe at another time. So, you know, I could take the attitude, well, I don't want to talk to this woman again. You know, I don't, I don't want her in my group if she's not wanting to join me. But that is just a very emotional um, type of response that we should throw out of the window, right? No, I'm going to say to her, okay, I understand. Would you mind if I put you on my mailing list and keep you in the loop? Because we share a lot of great information on how to grow your business. And oftentimes, uh, women's networking groups don't necessarily just share the type of in-depth information that we do. And this is at no cost to you. So would you mind if I share that with you? And most of the times, 80 to 90% of the time, she's going to say yes. 
Now, I can guarantee you, and from statistics that I keep up with, eventually that businesswoman's no becomes a yes, I want to be a part of Women About Biz. And that is how I look at it. No never means no. Um, if I see that there is a possible opportunity to sell a product or a service and the person says no, I'm not going to get upset. So what you need to understand is that no never means no. Think about yourself. How often have you said no and that no turns into a yes eventually, right? So there are going to be other people out there that are just like you. They don't necessarily always say yes right away. They're going to take their time thinking about, think about it, get exposed to what you are, uh, what you have to offer and who you are, right? And so no never means no. Okay, and last but not least, right, and um, I want to say hello to Sharon in New Jersey. You know, Sharon in New Jersey has been sending me uh, text messages telling me what I'm going to say before I say it. Sharon, you are, you are so on the money with me. Thank you so much. Now, she just texted me, Unshakable Faith. You're getting ready to say Unshakable Faith, aren't you? Um, Sharon. Yes, I am. You have it dead on the money. So number five, in the five follow-up beliefs that successful women must have in common is that a successful woman believes in unshakable faith. She believes in the process of unshakable faith. And for those of you that are new to the show, you know that I talk all the time that the number one thing a successful businesswoman, a leader, must have in order to take her business to the next level, to generate that six-figure, seven-figure income is that she must have unshakable faith, which is a level of belief so deeply rooted within herself that it compels her to take swift and immediate action on all things, including her follow-up process, including her sales process, including connecting with other people, including her business goals, including all things imaginable. When you have unshakable faith in yourself, when you have that level of belief that's deeply rooted in you and it becomes one with you, so much so that without even thinking about it, it develops a positive habit of taking swift and immediate action, oh, my goodness, no one will ever be able to hold you back from doing that which you believe in, that which you desire to become, that which you believe will change your lifestyle and bless the life of others. Nobody can hold you back from that. So you must develop unshakable faith within yourself. And unshakable faith is a different type of belief. You know, because we can all say that I believe I follow up. I believe I believe in myself. I believe that I love myself. I believe that I can change my habits. But belief is just not enough. We need the type of belief that's going to take us to a whole nother realm of action, a spiritual realm of action that's all about vision, belief, faith, and doing. And that, my sisters, is unshakable faith. When you get yourself a dose of that, nothing can stop you. My goodness, nothing can stop you from accomplishing anything because you would have just Put on the armor of God and know who you are. You will then know that everything you touch becomes gold because you have the power to do immeasurable things pushed together, shaken and running over. So there you have it. You have the five follow-up beliefs that's necessary in order for you to develop a follow-up mindset. And when you put these things together, you will start moving in a direction, a positive direction like you have never seen happen before. And you won't listen to the naysayers. You won't listen to the negativity. You won't even listen to your own mind because your mind transforms and changes into a big, positive, everlasting change of thoughts. That's going to take you to the next level. And it all starts with you making a commitment to put positive words, 
positive thinking into action. It starts with you with changing your beliefs. That's what it starts with. So, ladies, as I cover this last episode, I want you to know that you have the power of follow-up in your hands. Your desire should be to be a master of follow-up. I want to thank you for listening to the show today. Make sure you mark your calendar for next Monday, March 5th at 12 noon Eastern. And remember, success is yours for the taking. Here's to positive choices that yield favorable results for you this week. Bye-bye, everybody. Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in.